I'm really privileged and honored uh, to be able to stand here before you and be able to share God's word. You know, it's, a, it's truly an honor to serve God. And uh, my prayer today is that not only that you're impacted and changed and transformed, but that I may stay out of the way and allow God to do what only he can do. So let's pray before we begin. Father, we exalt you. And we thank you, Lord, that we can enter into your presence. Jesus, we thank you. And we love you. And we adore you, God. We pray, Father, today as we get into your word that, Holy Spirit, that you may speak to us. We come against every destruction that the enemy tries to bring in our way to take us away from what you want to do, O oh Lord. Jesus, do what you need to do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So I think I've lost pretty much the rest of my voice after that worship. So bear with me. So you're going to help me. So I've entitled this message, Close, Not Close Enough. So you're going to help me, ready? When I say close, you're going to say, not close enough. Deal? <clears throat> Here we go. Close. Oh, I didn't like that one. All right? I know you all are hungry, and I'm going to feed you. You ready? Close. I love that. All right? And it should get better as the message goes. You ready? Here we go. I want you to think about the largest gathering of people that you have ever been a part of. Isn't it interesting on how sometimes people behave differently in a crowd from the way they do if alone? Let me read this to you in John chapter 6. By the way, this is the appetizer. You don't believe me. You'll see. Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly I said to you, You seek me not because you saw the signs, but, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set his seal on him. You see, these people here were not accepting the signs that Jesus was the Messiah. These guys were just interested in the physical. And sadly, sometimes, isn't it true? There are just some people who follow God, you ready? Just for the benefits. And they're not willing to fully commit. Don't get mad at me. I'm just a messenger. Look what Psalm says. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. To all who call upon him in truth. You know, there were at least four groups of people that had a relationship with Christ while he was here on earth. The first group is the multitude. These guys followed from a distance. We call them the spectators. The spectators. You know, coach, I look at coach, and I was, I was preparing, I was thinking about coach, and, and you know, when you coach, you know, everybody in the stands, right, knows what call you should make. Correct? They know it all. They're the spectators. But none of them would dare to get into the field. And actually coach, right? But that's not the message. 
I got you, coach. I know. The second group were the 120. These guys here, they gathered in the upper room at Pentecost. And they moved into a, um, a higher level of relationship with Christ. And they shared in his crucifixion and in his suffering. But there was still another closer group, the 12 disciples. These guys here were personally taught by Christ. And they advanced in their closeness or went into a deeper, closer relationship with Christ when he announced that they were, they were no longer servants, but now they were friends. Look, Scripture says, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my father I have been known to you. But within this family of disciples, there was an even closer group. Peter, James, and John. They enjoyed the closest fellowship with Christ. They were the ones that Christ counted on the most. Isn't it true that today, even today, we have different levels of closeness to God? True? Close? Close? Church, it is possible to be involved in a lot of religious activity. And that doesn't get you nearer to God. You don't believe me. Matthew 15, 8. Look what it says. These people draw near to me with their mouth. And honor me with their lips. But their hearts are far from me. If you want to move into a closer relationship with him, you need to have this. You ready? You need to have an understanding and an application of the scriptures. You need to have communion with God on a daily basis. That's what John 15, 5 says. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can't do anything. We need to reflect on those attitudes and those actions that will move our lives into a higher level of closeness with Christ. You still don't believe me. Close. I like it. I like it and I like it a lot. Let's try it again. This, this is cool. Ready? Here we go. Close. You guys are good. Look what Psalm says. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruits in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Church, that's what happens when you spend time with God. That's exactly the type of person that we become. See, we need to learn to keep the scriptures in front of our eyes. Especially in good season. So when the rainy season comes, we can weather out the storm. You know, spend less time with your face on Facebook and more time with your face in the book. Why don't you stop tweeting about people and allow God to tweak your life? 
Why don't you spend less time following people and spend more time following Jesus? Why don't you start talking about what he, she, it, whatever did, and why don't you start talking about what God has done in you? I told you it's the appetizer. Let, let me get some water. I'm really sorry. You all said that you were hungry, so we're gonna feed you. You know, we we're a church, we believe in the, you know, we believe in that, you know, right? Very strongly in the fellowship and the breaking of the bread. You know, we we want some fat Christians spiritually. Yeah, don't go. I leave out of here. It's like, man, I can't believe. Start talking about fat people. Well, I could. I'm fat myself. Okay, where was I? Yes. Do not settle. Or be comfortable where you are at in your relationship with God. Close. It's not. See, fellowship with God is not just a morning. It's not just a morning or an evening event that lasts a few minutes. Hello, Daddy. Good day. Go our way. Lord, thank you. You're so good. It's not. It's a reality that you need to cultivate all day long. Close. Are you ready for the main course? Because it's coming. It's really coming. Here it is. You ready? Turn with me, if you would, to Luke chapter 22. Please turn to Luke chapter 22. So this morning, I want to talk to you guys about the importance of staying close to Jesus. And I'm going to use that fourth group, one of the characters in that fourth group of Peter, James, and John, to illustrate this to you. I'm going to use Peter. Pedrito. Ay, Pedrito. We're like Peter, by the way. Oh, boy, yes, we are. You read about Peter, you talk about Peter, just put your name. I read about Peter, it's like Fernie. Yeah, Fernie. Oh, Fernie? That's it, right there. You ready? So, let me explain to you a little bit about what's happening before we take off. Close? Oh, I didn't like that one. Mm-mm. Close. I like that one. So, Judas had just betrayed Jesus, and Jesus had just gotten arrested. You ready? Here it is. Verse 54. Having arrested him, follow close. They led him and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. The Bible says that when Christ was arrested, that Peter followed from a distance. Look what David said in Psalm 63.8. He said, my soul follows close behind you. Which one would you choose? They both were following, but one followed closer. Close? 
You see, church, the proximity of you following Jesus makes all the difference in your effectiveness as a Christian. You can follow God, but if it's from a distance, there's a lot of things that will come in the way. Things that will cloud your judgment, things that will block and cloud your sight of who he is, what he's doing, and what he wants to do. There's a lot of dangers in following from a distance. And you say, well, Fernie, at least I'm following. <laughs> and you know what Fernie's going to tell you? Then why not follow closely? I told you. I think about David. And everything that David went through. After God had told him. After worship, come up, please. Everything that David went through. After God had told him that he'd be king, he went through betrayal. His wife betrayed him. His mentor betrayed him. You ready? He lived in, he lived in, in the mountains. He lived in hidden fields. People turned their backs on him. But he still followed closely. I think about Peter. You know, the men are going to go fishing pretty soon. Yeah. I really don't fish. I'll probably just hang out. You know? People are already saying, whatever you catch, give to me if you don't need fish. I was like, buddy, if you only knew, I ain't going to even fish. But we're going on a charter boat, right? And these guys are experts fishermen. They're going to take us to where you can catch fish. Almost like a guarantee that you leave there with fish. If not, you won't go back, right? So these guys here are expert fishermen. And Peter and these guys have been fishing all day long. And you know what they caught? Nothing. Y Pedrito looks at Jesus. Ay, Jesus. We've been fishing all day and all night. Uh, and we've got nothing. And here comes Jesus. He pulls out his divine fish finder, death finder, and says, Hey, let's come over here and drop your nets. And they caught so much fish that they needed another boat. This is the same Peter here that when Jesus asked him, do you love me? He says, Lord, you know I love you. This is the same Peter that said, you are the son of the living God when everyone else was saying something different. But that night, he said, I don't know. And it all started because he followed from a distance. Close. This is the same guy that looked at Jesus and said, I will die for you and I will never deny you. And Jesus said, before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. You see, church, passion is awesome. Passion is great. Passion is needed. We need to be passionate about God.
we need to be passionate about people. We need to be passionate about the things of God. But you see, passion only takes you a certain distance. But love, church, love takes you to Jesus and keeps you there. You see, we need passion, but we need love for God. We need love for the things of God. We need love for the things of the kingdom of God. Because love is what keeps you there. Close. So, Peter said, I will die for you. I'll never deny you. Before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. That's what Luke twenty-two fifty-five through 57 says. And we read. And when some there had kindled fire home. You got to watch this. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, this man was with him, but he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. You ready? Close. Verse 58. Here it is. Then, after an hour, another Simon said, You also are of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. See, when we follow from a distance, we start to sit amongst the lost. We find rest or comfort with those who are distant from God. We listen to voices and are influenced by those people that have never even had a relationship with God. We are exposed to the same habits. We find ourselves doing and saying things that we never thought. We even get influenced by the plans of those same people. I don't know if you noticed, but Peter was part of the crowd that had arrested Jesus. Those are the people that he began to hang out with. And I'm going to show it to you. John chapter 18. Verse 26 and 27. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him. Didn't I see you with him in the olive grove? Again, Peter denied it. Close. Close. When you follow from a distance, you quench your boldness. You begin to deny convictions that once set you apart. Your confidence fades away. You even deny your faith. When you're at a distance, church, the presence of God, His peace, and even His joy is at a distance. John chapter 7. Verse 37 through 38. Say close. Close. 
here it is if anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water I want to be part of that crowd I want to be a part of these people that just can't get enough of the Lord I want more close I want to be like Job where he said in verse 11 of chapter 23 he said my feet have closely followed his steps I have kept to his way without turning aside I want James chapter 4 verse 8 to be accomplished in my life to draw near to God and he will draw near to me close church are you close